0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to part two of this episode of the Mac and Wooly Show about the Lectio Divina. Okay, we've been talking about the Lectio Divina. We're going to assume that you've already chosen a text. I'm gonna walk through this with a, a short phrase, but to do this going forward, um, find something that speaks to you. If you need a suggestion, you might find Mary Oliver's poem, Summer's Day, or the uh, poem by Rumi called "Guest House." They're e- both easy to uh, locate online. To get us in the right frame of mind, And to motivate attention, let's consider the value and benefits of what we're about to read. First, this text is a gift, directed and exactly suited in this moment to our current life needs and perplexities. So, let's remember that we're doing this to support our own character or spiritual development. Also, our efforts may assist, directly or indirectly, other people, such as harnessing the strong force of compassion. Now, as you may remember, Lectio Divina is done in four steps. We'll follow along together each of these steps, posing questions to guide us. Step 1. Lectio, or reading. Read aloud a short passage uh, from the scripture or wisdom literature of your choice, but release any interpretations or opinion you may have about this text as you read it. Give it your undivided attention. Position your book or computer in a way that permits this. So go ahead and read aloud right now. If you want to, pause the podcast so you can get through it once completely. For example, a passage by Rumi says, The quieter you become, the more you are able to hear. So get a sense of the story. Who are the characters? What's the setting? Imagine the scene. What are sights, sounds, odors, emotions, and tensions involved in the story of this one sentence? Enter the scene and allow it to become real to you. Read it slowly and with attention. Linger on the words you like or the phrases that appear to jump off the page. You may want to read it two or three more times. As you continue to read, select one word or phrase that really resonates with you. Relax, and perhaps take a deep breath. Pass through the material, noticing each word in sequence. Notice the letters themselves, their shapes, their details, serifs. Notice even the punctuation. The goal here is to examine the material solely as a perpetual experience, a perceptual experience, to sense it without trying to understand its meaning. There's a scientific basis for this. One reason people have trouble or limited comprehension in reading is because subtle fears operate to dissuade them from placing full attention on certain words or sections. Perhaps a word reminds us of some area of personal anxiety, fear, dread, something we wish to avoid thinking about. Our peripheral vision unconsciously detects this and makes us avoid looking directly at the material. It's really interesting. The present step affects the desensitization. By examining the material first, it becomes safe and familiar. Your mind is then open to ascertain its meaning. So if you haven't done so already, go ahead and read the passage at least once. Step two, Adashio, meditation or reflection. Read the skept- scripture again, but this time for meeting and understanding. Slowly, silently, read the material, notice the words, and encourage those mental images. Play with the words and the images. You might notice a new word or familiar passage, some detail that, was pre- that previously escaped your attention. Close your eyes and let the text sink in for two minutes. Sit with it hold it lightly don't force in it or any attempt to interpret it attend to it without judgment or preconception with an open heart this method applies to your thinking process in a gentle and unforced way and interpretations may come spontaneously to mind your thinking then is more open to the influence of the spirit and less controlled by intellectualization. you might ask questions as you are developing your thoughts. Why was this text written? What are the surface and underlying meanings? does the story tell me about the divine? If I were in the story, who would I be? Meditate on a word or phrase. What do these, these words mean for you in life right now? What thoughts come up as you think or hear about the, or hear these words, how do they move you? What can they teach you? Really let them sink in as you contemplate them. Is there something you can learn from these words that you incorporate into your life or practice? This step can last as long as you want it to. Go ahead and feel free to pause. Once you're comfortable with this approach, um, you may choose to experiment with other ways to engage. So you may sometimes ask yourself, do I fully understand this sentence? Or have I glossed over parts that seem too complex or long? Then you might make yourself patiently consider all the words, clauses, concepts, studying the sentence. An important part of this is being aware of what you're doing, being honest with yourself. So, if you're practicing along, go ahead and pause for a couple minutes as you meditate on the passage. The quieter you become, the more you are able to hear. Step three, oratio or prayer. Okay, we're reading the passage again, and this time we're paying attention to your emotional response. What feelings surface when you read this scripture? Do you feel joy? Sorrow? Fear? Anger? Guilt? Share your feelings with God or, or the higher power in prayer. Seek help in listening deeply to these emotions and feelings. Our intent is to sit with those emotions and bypass that intellectual understanding. Let knowledge pass directly to some area of intuition. Don't attend too much to the specific words, unless perhaps one draws your attention in a special way. Here we desire insight into the text's meaning, and perhaps how that may apply to one's current life, or concerns. So through this step, read the material slowly and silently. There's a lot of latitude with this step, and different people find different approaches more suitable. You may, for example, imagine the truth of the passage radiating into the mind or soul, while the intellect remains passive. You may also allow for intuition. Thus, one may similarly imagine a passage truth radiating into the heart. The quieter you become, the more you are able to hear. Step 4. Contemplatio. Contemplation. With the truth or logos of the passage being illuminated by the preceding steps, you're now free to benefit from the feeling or emotional aspects a little bit deeper from of the reading. So get into a physical position in which your body is comfortable, but you're unlikely to fall asleep. This is the same grounded, comfortable position you might use for meditation. Begin with mindful breathing. Inhale. and exhale. Place yourself in the warm shalom of God's loving presence. Read the material again, and as in the last pa- phase, not attending too much to specific words. After this last reading, close your eyes, and in silence, observe whatever arises to take your attention. The object of your observation can be anything at all, a thought, an idea, a sensation, something your body feels or something you hear, a memory, a scheme for the future, a goal, perhaps what emerges is a desire, a sense of needing or wanting to do something. Let it all be. Don't try to change your thoughts or experiences. Watch all that arises and passes, observing with non judgmental, caring attention. Be a quiet presence with these experiences, like a friend who stays close in silence with you. Ask yourself how does this Lectio enlighten your self examination, or vice versa? Enter a time of receptive meditation, let go of the images from scripture. And all the other thoughts, interpretations, and worries. Breathe deeply and calmly. Enter a profound state of listening. Wait for whatever quiet may bring you. If any insights or impressions come, note them with gratitude and return to receptive listening. If no apparent particular awareness comes, let your mind return to the scripture passage. When you feel prayer or meditation is ended, offer a word of thanks, open your eyes, and return to the room around you. With practice, you will reach the point in that you have so thoroughly and lovingly, lovingly observed yourself, your thoughts, emotions, urges, sensations, your body, your mind, even your personality, that you'll ask a profound question, is that which is being observed? Doing the observing? Who or what is watching and paying attention within you? The mystical and philosophical traditions of the world have different ways of expressing this sublime awareness. In Buddhism, this is the moment of enlightened, enlightened pure consciousness, that there is no self. In Hinduism, this is the moment expressed in Sanskrit phase, tatven Asi, I probably massacred that, sorry. I am that. One with the ultimate reality of Brahman. In Christianity, it is the moment of awareness that God is the loving observer within us. It is the moment of mystical union with the divine, which St. Paul describes, it is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives within me. Non-religious people sometimes describe it as a moment of awakening to being one with the universe or nature as a whole. Give thanks. Now, I went through that very quickly. Feel free to try it again. Listen again. And play with the process. One really neat thing is that you can do this actually with different types of mediums or media. You can do this with art. You can do this with sculpture, with the written word, with music. Play with it and let the Lectio Divina speak to you. Thank you all for listening. We hope to see you in the next episode of The Mac and Will Show. Show.